Alright, welcome back to the Socially Distant Podcast. This is episode 90.3. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. 90 weeks in a row, we really appreciate you. I hope all of you checked out episode 89. Talked about some great topics, like blue people fucking. And, uh, that's it. (laughs) And uh, what's going on over there, everybody else? How you doing, Trent? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. I was just laughing. You're muted. You're okay. muted. See? Oh, there oh. We go. <laughs> they, the, the fans heard that, but my mic was up because I was laughing immensely hard. Trying not to let Dylan make Dylan laugh on the intro. I'm still pretty much giggling, but it's good to good to be back with the boys talking about some fucking dope topics like fucking blue people fucking and Avatar and shit. Uh, Stop. <laughs> I but, refuse. You know, I literally refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but excited for some even better topics dope shit good times and uh yeah we're fucking rolling here folks so uh how you doing hello everybody there, we're not gonna be discussing blue people fucking <laughs> we're gonna be discussing it's actual topics because i refuse it's what the people um, want yes we're here real live if any such sort of like random background noise gets picked up on my mic, excuse it. It might be the dog doing his dog things or just a little noise from the kitchen, but we're live. And I'm ready to go. Hype for the cast. Hype for the cast. It's going to be a good one. Yes, we're not going to talk it. about football. So just off the start, I'm going to say football is off the, it's off yep. the talk list. Yep. You Football's, won't be hearing about it this week. You won't be hearing you about it, hear about, If you want to talk about football... Go to YouTube, type in ESPN. You'll have all the watching and listening that you'll ever need. On to the next topic. Yeah. The uh, round of predictions is over. We're yep. loving continuing that segment. Nope. nope. The Super Bowl's over as far as Maybe I'm concerned. I don't year. care. Football next year. Ball. We'll talk about football next year. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I also don't care anymore. And if anyone's listening I've to lost. the podcast that cares, we probably don't even want you listening to it. I mean, yeah. shit. Go fucking support If you the still bills. care. I don't want <clears throat> Okay, dumb football. Fuck it. Goodbye. <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> NFT. <laughs> they don't make sense. NFL to the NFT, baby. <laughs> oh, that's a good translation. All right. You say they don't make sense, Brad? Is that what you said? They literally don't. They don't. And they, I also am in that boat. Partially, I feel like they do, but then they also don't. I mean, well, they do, but they don't. I mean, they make sense. I get how it works, but also, like, if you take a step back, like I like to do with a lot of things in life, if you take a step back and you try to take, like, a logical, like, look and, like, realization at what actually is happening, it's... I think it's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard of. My comment is uh, also look at the time period that it's happening in. Yes. Like, look at the economy and look at where all this money is being flown into. Yeah. Yeah. Think and also, a lot of that money, if I had to make a strong guess, at least with the younger generation involved in FTs, is unemployment money that they stockpiled. So would you guys... Yeah, I mean, you guys will do a better job than I can. I want to give, like, a brief description of what NFTs are in case we have somebody out there that does not know. Do you want to hit a deal? you want me to? Uh, I can give a fucking... You can back me up. Um, so NFTs are non-fungible tokens. This is a fucking, I feel like one of those 
NBC reporters are like, what is an NFT? Non-fungible <laughs> token. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Uh, so pretty much they're just like digital like assets built on the blockchain. A lot of it is like digital art, if you want to think about it. Like pretty much like giving like a digital image like backing on something because without it being on the blockchain it's pretty much just a jpeg uh and overall yeah it's pretty much just like a way to give like digital images like almost like a physical like ownership like giving you like pretty much a contract to a, a digital asset that's where um, we are now in the world. That's what we've come to. And, uh, like I said, a lot of it is, like, uh, art and stuff, but a lot of the new stuff that, like, is being built is, like, in this whole, like, web 3.0, like, hot keyword that everyone's using right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, metaverse shit. It's, like, like games, pretty much. Like, uh, I was watching a video earlier on Decentraland, which is like one of the big metaverses and I watched the video on it and it literally was probably one of the worst games I've ever seen but that being said it's built on the blockchain and like the blockchain is not like meant for crazy high fidelity like video games at the moment like Mm -hmm. if you look at like a lot of NFTs that are actually blockchain built because some NFTs aren't actually on the blockchain like they're not like built on ethereum and everything so um the ones that are are usually like the shitty like fucking crypto punks and like the like really kind of like 8-bit looking like shitty ones because the blockchain isn't built for yet for crazy insane shit yeah but overall nfts in general is just pretty much like a digital ownership of something Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that was a great definition. Digital ownership of some shit, and um, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter unless it like so like that's the whole. Unless you think it matters. Unless you think it matters, Whatever. just like stocks, just like stocks. It doesn't matter. A lot of the stuff doesn't, but so like that's stuff that doesn't have to fucking, a degree always matter. Like stocks. Well, stocks. I mean, yeah, but it's what, what I was saying is that it's based off of faith. In that it's like that, yeah. that it has value. It's based off of yeah, and I th- faith. Yeah, and I think that kind of like gets into why you don't like why it's hard to understand it is because a lot of these things have zero utilities. At least with stocks, most of the time the company is actually producing something, so it has <laughs> utility. An NFT of a fucking zombie, freaking bunny rabbit, has zero utility whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You can't. And that's why, like, some of, like, the newer NFTs and stuff, like, getting into that Web 3.0 metaverse bullshit have slight utility because you can actually do something with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, as, like, NFTs are evolving, you can actually see a lot of them are starting to try to build utility into them to, like, but a lot, like, if another, the closest thing you can really think, like, comparable to it is, like, skins in, like, fucking Fortnite and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, those have a slight utility because you can functionally play the game as that, yeah. like, skin. So it's just looking yeah. at, like, a picture or something. Yeah. Yeah, instead of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, the Mona Lisa has no utility. 
Like, it can't do anything. It's worth it because people say it's worth the... And who created it, and when, and why, and blah, blah, Yeah, exactly. It has shit like that. So, yeah, and I see what you're saying, Brad. Like, it me- it's meaningless. Like, if the Mona Lisa's on there, you could just photocopy it and say, oh, it's NFT, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. You have the ownership. Like, I, to- I totally agree. If it doesn't have utility, like, for me, it just doesn't make sense. Like, NFT racehorses make sense. Like, you can I know bet, somebody. bet on it. Like, oh. I know somebody who had, like, a picture of... You're, like, super far away. We can't hear you at all. Oh. Let me... NFT racehorses do make sense. Yeah, Sorry, can you they hear me? do. Yes. Yeah, we hear All you. Right, a little so, Fotini's brother had like a picture of uh, I don't even know exactly what it was. It was, was like it a guy with a toaster head. It was a guy with a toaster milk head pouring milk. Coffee. He was pouring milk into his coffee. He had a toaster head. He bought it for like three four hundred. He got he bought it for three forty, and somebody offered him fourteen hundred dollars for it. No, no, no. Someone offered him. Um, $986 for it, like, a few hours after oh, you bought it. And a few hours after you bought it, they offered you $986. $1,400 in Ethereum. And $1,400. Yeah, that's so fucking yeah, what's Ethereum sitting out right now? Is like, it almost more, it's like 2.6 like... or some shit, I think. 2.4. I checked it yesterday. I could be wrong. It, yeah, oh. no, I was at fucking goes all over the place. It's 2.3 right now. Okay, so that's like... Kitchen real quick. I'm here, that's like uh, 0.5 ETH. That's a fucking nice come up. You can fucking you can do yeah. a lot with that now. I'm, he like you've talked about him before on the podcast, and he seems like he's like into this kind of stuff. And I'm assuming if he's into this kind of stuff, he knows like how like a lot of these people are making like a lot of money, and they're just like flipping NFTs, and like pretty much like you start with a shitty one, and if that one goes up a little bit, you flip that one, mm-hmm. and you keep building up until you can get, like, a blue chip NFT, which are, like, fucking 50, 100 ETH. Yeah, there was one on his, because you have to, like, be in a Discord to, like, yeah. Discord chat to get them, and one of them that he's in right now, he's, uh, not, like, good friends with the person who started the Discord, but it's just some random, like, in his 20s guy who's, like, a millionaire. Started yeah. Discord making the NFTs and yeah. you have to get like whitelisted to get them. Yeah, yeah. Their top selling NFT was like 750 Ethereum. Yeah, which I don't know what now, that is. That guy, introduction, my beautiful girlfriend Fotini, everybody. <laughs> She's here with us. So and like, quick so like, um, real quick, hang on, yeah, quick you, shout you go, out. Go. We just celebrated our one year a few days ago, so pretty congratulations. Happy. Fuck yeah, guys. Congrats. You should. But um, right now, I know for a fact that like th- there's something called gas prices, which is like the yeah. what it costs to mint something, and the gas prices are extremely high with Ethereum-based NFTs, mm-hmm. and so that's hurting the market a yeah. little bit. also hurting the market is immense amounts of like just pretty much bullshit nft projects which yeah. which are people pretty much just trying to get rich pretty quick R- exactly it's uh like they make a certain amount of nfts hype them up a fuck nelk. ton like nelk and it's pretty much everyone that's made NFTs, bro. They mint these Nelk things. Just pulled a giant rug pull. Yeah, we should talk about that because that is beyond fucked. 
like I didn't even I didn't yeah. read much about it, but I saw that they had NFTs and straight fucking everyone a lot of people lost mad money and obviously they made them and made hella money. Yeah. Rug pull city. Yeah. Do you know what happened? Could you give us a rundown? Yeah, so pretty much like okay, so I'm I I didn't even bother to read into what their NFT was claiming to be or whatever. It was literally a card. It was a, called the Meta Card, I think, and it was like a fucking card. There was nothing special about it. I don't know if it had something where if like you bought it, you got some crazy cool Nelk shit or something. I'm assuming they lied and said they were doing something, and. Uh, so they sold all this stuff and everything and it came out very soon afterwards that like because once again if it's on the blockchain it's visible and it a lot like they uh they minted a bunch for like their staff and uh like so like a bunch of like their editors and everything sold out like right after the mint which means that they had no intention of thinking that thing this thing was going to be a long-term play which means that right there rug pull city scam city and that's like the same thing of why i think nfts are hyped up is why i think it's a scam because like motherfuckers are buying some ske- like dumbass shit no utility no fucking re- real world application besides flipping it like you wouldn't hold this if you wanted yeah. to you know what i'm saying like yeah. if gary v actually contacted fucking stupid amounts of influencers and said let's hype this up beyond belief and like run this new fucking train like bro that's so many millions and millions and millions of like eyes and attention and like we we felt the shift of just like pure nft push like a mega push yeah and it's just here now and like the hype has like stayed like you know like there's a hype level and it plateaued dipped and now it's just like staying like I don't know what's going to happen, but it seems like that is completely fabricated. Like a fabricated bubble. Yeah, type of and the shit. fucked up thing is like, the we've talked about good, fucking. Yeah, we've talked about it before, but like it's just leading to like fucking. The meta. Whatever the fuck the metaverse is at the end of the day. It's just like they're the ones who are like leading to. <laughs> like they're leading us into that fucking hellhole to make a make a bunch of money because the more they push like i don't know though because like a lot of them are really just pushing rug pulls they're just like pushing like fucking absolute nonsense making as much money as possible off it and moving on to the next one exactly and that to me i feel bad for people who get in them shits and like then immediately they can't flip it for more money like immediately it says oh yeah. it's worth less than what i just paid for it why is it worth less yeah oh yeah i mean but like, to play devil's advocate like if you're in those discords and like you're actually like actively like being a part of the community there are like it i generally from like what i've seen like they're like it has good spirit to it mm-hmm. like a lot of those i don't think a lot of like the people who are like in those discords and everything are, are doing it in malintent I think the people that are making a lot of the projects are the ones who are yeah. the ones who are fucking people over. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, that guy, Fo, you said, I don't know if he's still there, Fotini, but you said yeah, some... Oh, so you said some guy, like, releases all these fucking mints, all these NFTs, so he's got a huge Discord group. Like, 
I'm hyped for all the people that are smart enough to, like, take advantage of that Discord group and fucking, like, all that hype. Because all those people in that Discord group are the only ones mm-hmm. hyping that up. Them buying them are raising the price. So, like, they're pretty much just taking advantage of each other, sort of, until there's going to be a few. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, people I mean, are like, going to... Someone's going to end up with the NFT and it's, no one's going to want it, so... <laughs> you see what I... That's what I'm saying. At, there's gonna be someone who buys it for the highest price, and he's then gonna own Toaster Head forever, and he's never gonna sell it because it's gonna be way worthless compared to. I mean, that we're gonna get back up there. Or it's worth three million dollars because a kid's born with a Toaster Head in real life. We never know. Yeah, like, toaster. Well, the chance of a lot of those NFTs like becoming a blue chip. Are probably slim to but, zero. I mean, you never know. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It's very, I mean, it's a very weird economy. Yeah, we've talked about NFTs a little bit on the podcast, and I've said it before. I think, like, long term, the technology and everything being built with this stuff is good. Like, it's necessary Agreed. if you want to, like, actually create a functioning like blockchain and make Ethereum and everything like worth it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, everything right now, there's no regulation. And when there's no regulation, people fucking, fucking milk the fuck out of scummy, it. Scummy, greedy fucks. It's not used for art. Like, it's used for fucking maximum Last profit. year it was altcoins. This year it's fucking NFTs. Next year it'll be something new. Yeah. Because <laughs> the U.S. government does not understand what the fucking NFT is. Watch fucking NBC News. No, those boomers don't know shit. And regulation ain't coming anytime soon. Geriatrics. 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 Sorry, politically correct. Geriatrics. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So yeah, how do you guys feel about NFTs? Are you guys feeling like you want to get into them now because you're seeing some money being made? Or I don't what do you guys think? Fotini, like she said, she is in like one of those discords. I just don't really Ooh. get. I don't under. I still don't. I just don't understand. Like, what's the benefit of it? I know Dylan like literally just said it, but I just. I'm so lost on all well, the. The biggest thing the is too. My brother just said you can't ask like why ever because there is no why. Yeah. Like, we don't know why people buy NFTs. That's a, he's a smart people. dude. Yeah, you just don't ask why. Like he was trying to explain it to my dad, and my dad was like freaking out. He was like, Loki. "Why? Enough! Why are people buying them?" So, you know, I was like, "Don't hey, ask! You don't ask! You just do Go it. right to the root of the question. You don't. <laughs> you just don't ask any questions. Don't. Yeah, but what does being in the the Discord server? What does that get you? So the Discord, when you are in the server. Depending on like the server's rules and stuff like that, like the one I'm in right now, it's called Hype Bears. Um, when you're Heard like them. very active in it and like you're on social media and stuff like that, uh, like promoting the group, they'll whitelist you, which means that you get first shot at the NFTs when they're dropped at a lower price. You get them like two hours before everybody else gets them or something. Um, basically, dude, these things are dope. Yeah, basically, any anything, anyone who's whitelisted will get all the NFTs, and there's none left for like normal people, folks. So, yeah, you basically just get it at a really cheap price. So he just wants you to be active in the chat to try and get whitelisted. It's just so weird to me. 
Oh yeah. That's yeah, I, it makes it makes total sense. I mean, that's a hype train. It's really yeah, smart like, marketing. You can buy right? all of those right now. They're all that's the fucking cheapest. same. What's the are these floor? are these all the same and they're like the same? Um, no, they have a bunch of different ones. Like okay, I was like, tripping. You know, the one of like pouring milk. So like, you you could buy one of those right now for whatever that price zero point zero zero nine. And then, like, you own that. Yeah, this is, like, the floor, I'm assuming. So it's $2.42. And then, like, because you have that, if somebody wanted it... These, yeah, these are, like, the low-tier ones. This just, oh, What's my the God, dude. Ceiling? I just... I'm so... Oh, my God. I'm, I'm gonna ask why, because I <laughs> yeah. hate I, this country I, in the world. We're fucking retarded. No, it's not just the country. Everybody, it's the it's, world. It's the world. The world. We're stupid. We're yeah. stupid. Yeah, I respect. I respect you asking why. I think it's a very general yes. question to ask. Somebody why. needs to ask why. And, but I also respect his point of view because I mean, if you know what you're doing and if you can find a good project and you can flip it, hey, hustle, make your money. You know what I'm saying? But like, for a lot of fucking people out there, this is like what you call in the stock market. A fucking fake company, like a Ponzi scheme, because it's just, just exactly what my dad called it. He I called just it find a, Ponzi it, a lot of I people just find it so strange that you get into a Discord with people you don't know, and like you're more or less forced out of yeah, like the necessity to like like become friends with these people, like tell them about your life, and like. That's just oh my god. That's like one oh one. You don't go on the internet and talk to people well, no, you, you don't, don't know. You don't necessarily have to tell them about your life. You just have to like be nice. Like like my brother described be it as part of the community. Um yeah. He described it as like he said everyone in there because he talks to because he's on the whitelist, so now he has to stay there. But um and this one isn't for hype bears. He's in that one but he's not as active. For one of his other discords. He like goes in there and he'll just be like hey guys what's up and that's it you just have to like I or some sometimes he'll in. say like just woke up and it's like 3 p.m or something people find that funny you just have to be like like a happy happy figure i guess in the chat and Good he awesome. described everyone there as um autistic <laughs> in in like how happy they are it's because everyone's just trying to, like, honey dick everyone else. Because, like I said, like, mm-hmm. if you actually think about it, everyone in there is trying to take the other person's money. Like, uh, in theory, yeah, yeah. that's what's actually happening. And they're all sort of honey dicking them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just being nice to them. Just cause to be nice, to act positive. You know what I mean? It just sounds so, so stupid. It's, very, it's a very weird thing. But I mean, I respect it because if you get the whitelist, then you're probably gonna make a buck. So, I mean, I respect it, but see, some of no, those it's literally shits like, drop down to two dollars. <laughs> I wonder what it started with. Like an analogy to this in my brain. <laughs> it's literally like a, it's like a game show. It's like a competition. It's like Master Chef. You're like. You're forced to be on a team with some of these people and work with them. But at the same time, like, you want the prize and you're going to, like, kill them to get it. It's, I don't even get it. It's like American Idol. I don't know. Some of they're them are... friends with each other and they're, like, they, 
there close. And like, uh, I think what it's really like is like when you got like really good Pokemon cards on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> some fucker steals your fucking Pokemon cards. <laughs> I think I think what it's like is when one of the first times wrestle take, guys. One of the first times you take your Game Boy to school and you're playing Pokemon Fire right on the bus and you got level 18 War Turtle and somebody on the bus steals your Game Boy, steals your freaking Fire Red. Bro, I had a Fire Red stolen by somebody on the bus. I swear to God, it was, what's his name? No White. I'm going to call him out. Call outs. I swear to God it was him. But it might have been Anthony Clugston because he's also a shithead. Um, and, uh... The person, uh, there was a kid who lived right across from uh, my babysitter down the road from me, and he stole my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> and I, I still, to this day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come face to face with him somebody. I'm gonna ask him, "Do you remember me?" He's gonna be like, "No." I'll be like, "You know, Stacy Wentz. He lived across the street from her. You stole my fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you son of a bitch." Justice. Actually, I'm I'm almost positive I know his name because I remember it. Told me before. Yeah, and I'm gonna say it, and if Fotini <laughs> confirms it, if she shakes her head and confirms it, that's gonna be who it is. I swear to God, because I'm pretty sure I played soccer with him. Yeah, it was John Saley. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I was so surprised. John Saley, because he lives right across from Stacy Wentz down the road from me. He lives right next to Michaela Ponatowski. We're family friends with them, and that motherfucker stole my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I played soccer with him, and when I heard his name, I don't know how I found out where he lived or, like, what his name was, but, like, the first time we ever came and he played soccer with us when we were doing, like, Summer League, he, like, showed up, and somebody said John, and I just looked over, and I just stared at him, and I was like, there he is. That's (laughs) him. (laughs) What the fuck, yo? Personal fucking shout-out to you. Fuck you, John. I made First sure. Off. I made sure when we started to play and we played against him. I hip checked him so fucking hard. Dude, if you steal shit like that, you have to like probably live with that your whole life. Imagine like thinking you stole a kid's, like a child, like when you're grown. Like man, I was a child. I stole another child's fucking like fun times. No, he was. He was <laughs> he's the same age as us. That's what I'm saying. Well, but like as as like a grown man. Oh, like, okay. I thought you meant like, like an adult stealing a child. Yeah, being like, oh no, like, when I was a kid, I stole that other kid's stuff. Yeah, like, I know. You gotta Fuck still her. feel like shit. Like you look at that fire red Pokemon game. You're like, dude. I totally I remember stole, I got this. stole that shit. Like that sucks. <laughs> That's the suck. So fuck those guys. You do suck. If you fucking steal Pokemon games. Like, if you're... Oh, my God. I would have fucking killed him. Uh, I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but the person who stole mine and Jackson's Pokemon cards, his house burnt down, and I was very upset because my Pokemon cards were definitely in that fire. And I remember <laughs> being, like, six years old and generally being, like, very upset because I knew my Pokemon cards burnt in that fire. <laughs> gone. That's sad. His shitty Karma. little trailer... Burnt to the ground. It was right down the road from me. He was older than us, and he took advantage, and he stole our fucking cards. And his house burnt down. Karma. Probably because he had so many fucking stolen cards in his radiator. <laughs> just oh my god, it's just fire. Gee, <laughs> that's so I funny, mean. dude. Yeah. 
I generally remember us getting ripped off a lot because I remember getting like they have like these like tins. I think I might have one floating around here somewhere, but it doesn't matter. They have like tins that come with like a bunch of packs. I remember yeah. getting one of those for like Christmas, and like I had like it, all the cards in the tin, and he traded me like. I don't know, one card they told me was, like, the best card ever. <laughs> yeah, you don't fall for that stuff. <laughs> he took all my cards for that one card. My mom never let me take that stuff to school. I, I wish my mom would enough. She didn't trust me. She was right. Yeah. You would have gotten taken. I remember Miss Janiac took my cards a couple times, and I had to cry to get them back. <laughs> I told her that. Those were my favorite cards, and I was very sad that she took them. <laughs> I remember Anthony Clarkson. back to it. Anthony Clarkson used to bite his tongue on the bus and make it bleed, and then he would do that whole like spit thing where he would like let the spit hang, and then he would suck it all back up. He would do that with the blood from his tongue, and he made me throw up. Ew, what Ew, did so you say? <laughs> what the fuck? He do. He would do it to me all the time. Would make me throw up for it. Fair enough. Oh, yo, I was going to sh- tell you guys mine. So, rest in peace. But Levi Fluger fucking stole our fucking WWE fucking figure. Fucking little fucking Damn. guy. And it was fucking someone. It was fucking Rey Mysterio or someone fucking sick. Like my favorite fucking guy. And Wayne and I brought him on the bus. Obviously, he was lit. And fucking, <laughs> the fucking, he stole the shit. Well, he was like, yo, we'll trade you and I will get it back next week or some shit. And we were like, oh, that's yeah, lit. Yeah, We've yeah. never had this guy. I don't know where, we and then, bro, devastated. Yeah, I hold that. I see that guy and I think about him and I'm like, well, he died before me. Sorry, that's sort of insensitive, but don't steal things. Hard lesson. Trent won that one. Don't steal things. Oh, don't steal things. Not to stay on the, not, down and you won't die. Not to stay on the topic of yeah. like, um, rest in peace. But unfortunately, people dying. I mean, but I was I was pretty sad when I found out. My mom told me the other day it was in the paper. Um, Jesse Barella died. Yes, I also heard that. Same way. I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. R.I.P. Jesse Barella. Yeah. I mean, thoughts and prayers to his wife I'm and kid. Assume. Oh, he had a wife and kid? Uh, I know he had a kid, so I assume he either had a wife or a girlfriend. Jesus. Damn. I think it's said in the paper. I think it said his, like, his significant was... other and his child. Did he die from an overdose? They did. <clears throat> I assume probably just by the paper. It just said died unexpectedly in his home. So I would imagine yeah, it was yeah. probably something like that. I, he's, yeah. I think he's a little that too young to have, like, a heart That's attack. the shit that makes me sad, because, like... Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. That's, like, fucking... That shows that, like, it... You know, it's, that's not good. Yeah. That shit makes me sad. I hate fucking... Like, I wish, like, we would do better when it came to, like, heroin and other, like, opioids, because that shit's fucking dangerous. That shit's yeah. real, man. That shit's really real. It's sad, but, like, it's upsetting. same way Levi, I mean, kid rode my bus all my whole life, and these yeah. kids fucking, like, Jesse... Sold me drugs. Yeah. Sold me drugs. I probably also bought drugs. That's what's scary. Motherfuckers, and they just, I don't know, man, motherfuckers just get too lost in the sauce, man. Never get too lost in the sauce. 
and then they just start fucking. If you don't have any sauce, you're you're lost, according to Gucci Mane. You know that's true. I look at Gucci Mane now. He's fucking like a couple years sober. He's fucking living life. Exactly. See, he didn't have the sauce. So he was lost, but then he got lost in the sauce. So now he's like even and out. He's he's midway between. Oh, uh, he was life. super lost in the sauce. He I was. think he's probably been arrested for every crime humanly possible at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he also was Love like it. heavy on lean and promethazine and shit. Like yeah, yeah, that's why he was getting arrested for every crime on planet Earth. Yeah, dude, have you ever talked to anyone? Have you guys had any like ever talked to anyone leaned out or zanned out or like someone like like fucked up like that? No, I don't no. think so. I don't think I've ever been around zombies. Anyone. Zombies. Bro, it's like it's weird. Like not to call out anyone, but like legit, bro, I'm calling you out. Like zombies, bro. I mean like do enough lean motherfuckers are just I don't know. Like I mean yeah, they're like they're like it's the like badass commercials like, oh. or the pot commercials where they're like they're like sucking into the yeah I mean maybe <laughs> I've just seen a few people I mean I don't know I mean but it is like that fucking dare commercial some motherfuckers like they, they don't can't even talk like correctly and then they're just like sitting there like I fucking eyes barely open cups fucking spilling the fucking I don't even fucking know that yeah. all right I'm gonna say weird. I got like an I got like an opinion that I've always had and like a standpoint. It's gonna sound somewhat insensitive, but it's not supposed to be insensitive. Respect any um, take here. But my my like I guess you could say my hot take. My hot take with um hardcore drugs like that, opioids and when you get into that territory of like overdoses and addictions, um, obviously it's terrible. I feel for those people. Um, it's great when you see people like recover from addiction. However, I know there's like gateway drugs and I know things happen and it's just like you always can't control it. But at least in my opinion, there should be some sort of like Oh, I don't want to say it because it's going to sound like just such an ass. If you get a... I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to come flat out, okay? No no, no hard feelings. I don't care about anybody's feelings in here. <laughs> if you get addicted to a drug, that's all on you. And, like, to a degree, I just want to say, if you get addicted to a drug, you're just fucking stupid. Like, you should have the knowledge and the common sense to be like, okay, if I take this drug, there's a possibility that I'm going to want more and I'm going to want more. And then I'm going to become addicted, and then my life's yeah. going to spiral downward. Like, yeah. come on now. I mean, I you agree. Kind of I like. Touched, uh, I like. I definitely. I mean, like, I I hear you, and I agree. Uh, there are, but there's like two types of like. Uh, exactly. We're talking about opioids, in particular, like some people didn't make that choice cognizantly. No, they didn't. That they were going to start doing opioids. They were given it prescribed to it by a doctor. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole and other thing. that like, decision for them. Yeah. Yeah, and doctors... That's a whole other thing. Yeah. If you get prescribed by a doctor and you're on that medication yeah. and then, like, you hear stories about how, like, people, they don't get any more refills for that certain prescription, so then that's yeah. when they turn to, like, the street drugs for, like, yeah. that same fix. That's a whole other story because, yeah. like, there should no, be something better in that. place if to you, like, cognizantly... I mean, if you can cognizantly make the decision to do heroin or something and you 
pretty much said, yes, I am doing heroin, then you did that. Yes, I I mean, like, if you're sitting there one night, if you're sitting there one night and you're, like, smoking weed, and it's like, all right, that's cool, and then the next day, your friend walks in and they're like, yo, let's try heroin. You have to, you kind of got to, like, slap yourself in the face a little bit and be like, hmm, no, I'm okay. I would rather not. I don't know. No, I agree fuck. with that 100%. Yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not hating. I'm yeah. not bashing on anybody that has an addiction. Yeah. Obviously, we just talked about Levi, RIP. He was a great dude. I was crushed when I heard about that. So what, So was everybody else in Forestville. Same thing with Jesse, if that's what actually did happen. Like, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we played in band with the guy. I talked to him all the time. He was always nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know the whole story. I don't know Levi's story. I don't know Jesse's story, so I'm not gonna sit here and judge. But that's just like yeah. my, that's just like my flat, like mm-hmm. hot take, dry opinion. It just if you like Dylan said, if you what's the word? I can't even say the word, Dylan. Cognit, cogn- cognizant. Yeah, I, I was strong. Yeah, you were struggling a little bit. I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Wait, what's Co- the cognizant? If you were what what the, the, the cognizantly? Cognizantly. Yeah, if you were cognizantly yeah. aware of like, you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. I just, I have, I just had that opinion, and I'm sorry to say it makes me sound like a shitty person. Because yeah. if I was ever in that case, like somebody said the same about me, I might get a little defensive. But I don't know. That's just like part of life. I think you just have to understand yeah. that like certain choices have consequences. So you should be smart enough and mature <laughs> enough to not make those choices. And mm-hmm. that's that's my there you go. Cancel culture. Yeah. They're coming for me now. <laughs> <laughs> All 20 of our listeners, they're going, I'm canceled <laughs> as far as they're concerned. Yeah, dude. You can't even get canceled nowadays because you can just recancel them by saying it's offensive that they're trying to cancel you. True. So I don't even think it's real. I agree. Nothing's real. Everything is an NFT. Everything we are NFT. <laughs> the world's an NFT. <laughs> What am I? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> that is the real question. But on another note, in a fucking approximately two hours, fucking the new Pokemon game drops, and I'm fucking hyped. Ooh, Legends of I Arceus. saw one commercial for it, but I wasn't really Dude, like aware of what it was exactly. It's a the first fully open world Pokemon game, like. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I guess you could kind of uh-huh. count, like, Pokemon game, but, like, an open-world RPG, like, where there's quests and stuff, and you can oh, go around, cool. and, like, your Pokemon can run behind you and shit like that, and Is it, it looks pretty bad. It's, like, yeah. almost like a Breath of the Wild, like, the that Legend of Zelda game, but for yeah. Pokemon. Is it, like, like online scale, multiplayer, or is it just, like, strictly player. RPG? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, strictly RPG. Yeah. Wayne is super is there gyms? about it. Or just quest. So, okay, so the cool thing about it is it's, like, you build the first Pokedex, so it's, like, way back in the past. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, but it's, like, all the Pokemon, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like, but they're, like, they look different and everything because, like, Pokemon have, like, evolution theory, so, like, they've changed that's over cool. time. So, like, they, like, they're, like, the original Pokemon. That's pretty cool. I gotta look up more. I saw I one trailer play. and I was like, whoa. Yeah, it, it looks pretty badass. Honestly, I didn't really know too much about it until, like, I it's like I started seeing stuff that it was coming out soon. I looked into it, and it looks pretty badass. I also started seeing, because people got it early. Those YouTubers got it early, and I saw it on, like, TikTok. 
So, yeah, it looks pretty badass. Fucking excited for that one. I need to finish fucking uh, Pearl, like the new Pearl. I still have not beat the Elite Four because they're extremely difficult in that game. Is that, um, I haven't seen any gameplay on that one. Is that, is that like go along with the same style of the newer games or is it? No, they, um, that one, they stuck true to it. Like, they didn't, like, like, with, um, Ruby and Sapphire, like, the remakes of those ones, I feel like Yeah, Alpha Ruby, Omega Sapphire, and Sun and Moon were, like, the most garbage games I've ever seen. It wasn't even a Pokemon game anymore. Yeah, those ones were definitely, like, they were, like, trying to, like, bring it to modern era. Like, this one feels like a genuine remake, like a remaster in terms of like they made the graphics and everything way better but they kept the mechanics which is nice because like those older games are a lot more difficult and like that one like the amount of time it takes you to get from like when you start to the elite four is a much longer time period because like i i've beat like pokemon x and y and omega ruby and sapphire in like two days Mm -hmm. because it doesn't you can literally just pretty much cheese it because you just wonder trade yourself a fuck. You just wonder trade until you get like a level fifty Charizard and you haven't left fucking Pallet Town. Or you just <laughs> they like um, they made like the the stupid they had stupid items and like the stupid changes to like the experience share where it's like yeah you can just go in your inventory, turn it on, and then every yeah. po- like no, they, they change it though where it doesn't even split in- it. Every Pokemon gets the same amount of experience, so it's like, what's yep. the point? No, they haven't gotten rid of that. Shining Pearl has that, too. That's, like, a fucking... I don't know why they made that, like, a standard. I don't... Yeah, I, I didn't use it, because like, this is stupid. Yeah, because by the time you get to Elite Four, you got, like, fucking eight level 60s, because you were literally just experience sharing the entire time, yeah. and you literally used one Pokemon. You just used the front of your team, and... All of them are level 60. Yeah, like, I thought, um... Well, Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, in my opinion, it was not as bad as Sun and Moon. When I played through Sun and Moon, because, like, when they had first come out with it, I, like, I asked my mom for a 3DS for Christmas, and I was like, I really want to play a new Pokemon game. It's been so long since I played, like, a Pokemon game, because I skipped over, like, Black and White, X and Y, because, like, they just mm-hmm. didn't look good. Um... I was like, I want to try this one because now it's on the 3DS, so it's going to be super good. And, like, I knew from the start, I was like, oh, this is so different. But I just kept playing because I was hoping it was going to get better. And then it just never got better. And I was like, oh, this game sucks. Yeah, I never played Sun and Moon. That was, like, that's the only Pokemon game that I skipped, I think. Yeah, you're not missing anything. It's just, like, holding your hand the whole entire time. Yeah, I think that was... X and Y kind of started it a little bit. I honestly think X and Y is better than like some of those like newer ones um black and white i actually have white i played through white once and that was that was fine i don't really i've like only the, played black too i don't like the graphics they made it's black so and white weird. too <laughs> i don't know like i don't know what their what their their goal was or what their plan was but the way that the like the design and the graphics the way they changed from like gen 4 to 5 like platinum or i'm sorry like platinum um diamond pearl and like the change from black to white it was like worse and like in my eyes it was dude in my in my opinion 
Gen 4, like, that's when the graphics were at its peak. It was, like, 3D, but it still looked like a Pokemon game. Yeah. And I think that's all you really need. And I think I, the reason I was laughing, because I was remembering when Sun and Moon was coming out, they were, like, doing all these, like, they do these Nintendo things, and they were talking about, like, how they've spent, like, years working on, like, the animations and everything. And then, like, it, like, cuts to the, like... <laughs> Like, the animations, and they're just, like, straight absolute dog shit. Yeah. And they're just, like, the same animation for, like, every move. <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. God damn, I never played it. Doesn't sound no. like it's worth... It's just, like... I mean, every Pokemon's worth it at the end of the day, because yeah. it's Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, they are. Nothing beats the old ones, though. What's your opinion? Yeah. Well, in your opinion, what's the hardest... What's the hardest Pokemon game you think you've played? I, I honestly one. think Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Like, Gen 4. I, I feel it. like that one, there's, like... I don't even know what... Because it's still eight gems. It just feels like there's more, like, things in between each gem that you have to do. Because, like, you know how you have to, like, kind of, like, do things to, like, open up the route to get to the next gem and everything? I yeah. feel like Gen 4 has more of that, and it kind of... I like lengthens out the game more and by doing that like i feel they make it harder to get xp because the game is longer Mm -hmm. so you get less xp per thing because like i played all the way through up to the elite four my pokemon were no higher than like level 50 like they're not crazy or anything yeah diamond pearl platinum especially because it's like obviously like the third more complete one i think platinum's like Platinum is my favorite game, but I would honestly have to say that uh, I think it would be a tie for me between um, Gen Two and Gen Four, and then our like I don't know some like those all of them are I think Ruby and Sapphire are probably the easiest yeah. out of like if you just look like Gen Four or Five down. I think Ruby and Sapphire you have like the easiest time like debatably Gen yeah. One. Gen 1 can be, if you're playing OG Gen 1, if you're playing Red and Blue, it's it's hard, but it's not, because, like, the Pokemon and, like, the way some of the things work in that game are broken, then yeah. they're fixed in Fire, Red, Leaf, mm-hmm. Green. But I've always thought Gen 2 was pretty difficult. Like, the OG, yeah. like, Silver Crystal, I always thought Gen, yeah, Gen 2 I agree. was really hard. I was just about, to, I was trying to think of which Gen that was, and, yeah, I agree with that. Like, those ones, I don't know if it was just because I was young and stupid, and I didn't understand how to play it. Yeah. But I do remember having a very difficult time with uh, Pokemon Gold. Yeah, I mean, you get I to the third Pokemon gym. Gold. Literally the hardest Pokemon to beat in any any gym leader in any game. You get to the third gym, and you have to go against Whitney's middle tank. And it just runs you down. Yeah. I remember that game. The thing I remember the most is it had the unknown in it. And I would spend, like, hours trying to get every single unknown letter. And I could not get one of them, and it just pissed me off yeah. because you would just keep getting. A, there were so many other options that you could get that, like, the chance of getting one specific one was very low. I think that one's the hardest too, like those reasons. But also, like, uh, you have you go to you you go to Kanto, and you have to get those eight badges, and yeah. then Professor Oak lets you into Mount Silver, and you have to go fight Red. And like in the OG games, his Pokemon are in like the eighties. Yeah. His Pikachu's, like, level 89. <laughs> like, it's busted. Yeah, like, that doesn't happen anymore in new Pokemon no. games. Like, you are not going to fight anybody with, like, 
over like a level like 65 maybe yeah probably 65 is definitely the max yeah because i think when you rebattle the elite four and they're stronger mm-hmm. they have different move they have different teams i think they cap at 65 yeah, I think so too. Because I think when you fight them the first time, they're a fifty. Mm-hmm. God damn! Good times. Pokemon games. On Pokemon games. X and Y, I used to just farm the Elite Four because it was so easy. I would just use it to level up my Pokemon because I could literally, uh, with the XP share thing, I would literally take a level one hundred Pokemon, bring it in there, and one hit everything, and just level up the entire party beneath yeah. it. With um. Because I know I did it in Pokemon Emerald, because I don't think I had, like, ever done it, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I want to do this, and I actually want to um, say, like, I beat beat the game, because in Pokemon Emerald, Steven isn't the champion, and you can fight him in um, that one cave, like, at the end of the game once you beat the Elite Four, but his Pokemon are, like, stupid strong, but if you pick Torchic at the beginning, and he's high enough level, and you, like, you level him up... You can run the Elite Four with Blaziken because, like, firefighting literally takes out, like, mm-hmm. every single one of them, like, pretty damn good. And then Steven's a Steel-type guy, so you just walk at him with your Blaziken and fuck him up. Yeah. That's what I did. I just, like, got him to, like, level 70. Everybody else was level 40. I was like, we're good. Yeah. Blaziken. I had a Blaziken. That's who I picked as well. I usually pick Fire-type. 95% of the time. Yeah. What's the I think one of the I picked Charmander, hundred percent. Um, Totodile, because my first game was uh, was Crystal. Ooh. I think my first game was Fire Road. Yeah, Totodile was my first. That's why he's got he's got a place in my heart as like my favorite starter. You know, it's funny. That's actually my favorite Pokemon. I mean, obviously Totodile? for Alligator, yeah. isn't it for Alligator? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a beast. Beast, and dude. that was back to Gen Gen Four still, but that's another thing. Talking about like the newer games that I don't like is like they moved away from like Pokemon that like are animals like realistically or like made up yeah. animals that could be, and they're like actual objects. Like there's like Pokemon now yeah. that are like Metal Gears and ice cream cones. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was an X and Y doing. They've backed down from that a little bit now. I think a lot of the stuff they're doing nowadays is like different variations of Pokemon that existed before. Yeah, that's what they did. Like they're focusing now. more on like reskinning a lot of the old Pokemon to fit new regions. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what they what did in Sun be. and Moon. Like they had like the different evolutions. Um, like, they gained, like, different types, and they looked different, yeah. which was cool. That was Gen 4, right, where they started adding, like, pre-evolutions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Gen... Yeah. I'm sorry, Gen 5 is where it got weird, because they had Pokemon that were, like... Um, I remember specifically, they had those two Pokemon, they were red and blue, and they're both fighting types, and they're, like, karate guys. And they're, like, dressed in, like, actual, like karate gear with belts so like it's real weird because it's like what happens if you take that belt what happens if you take that robe off he's got a friggin avatar penis (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) no not going back (laughs) (laughs) bro that's funny i was totally so confused because i have not played fucking anything since early DS and late Game Boy Advanced. I dropped. <laughs> so, 
I, uh, Wayne is the one that's played all the fucking Pokemon games. But you guys were talking about fucking fighting type wearing robes. I immediately thought Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Some shit wearing robes. I was confused. Yeah. They said Avatar they penis. Were. Threw me for the loop. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they're, like, the next variation of those two. Yeah. Is it something like that? Like, I mean, it's kind of, like, here, if I can pull up. They're just, like, fighting types, but they have karate robes on. It yeah. feels the same. I mean, if one of the one motherfucking boxing gloves. <laughs> that. Bro, I miss Pokemon. You guys fucking make me want to fucking go play. Dude, dude, fucking buy a switch Wayne, light, dude. Wayne has a switch light and he left it here. Oh. And he never listens to the podcast. I think he actually has it, has it coming, yeah. He's been waiting for it. Alright, Trent, here you go. I'm just gonna show you what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I think I've seen him. I, I don't know. I watched guys. Wayne play a lot of Pokemon. I've seen them fuckers. Yup. Dude. Like, what is it? Like, yeah, they're weird looking. <laughs> they're definitely weird looking. Hold on, I gotta find him. Which one was that? That's like a puppet guy. That's funny. (laughs) Do you see that? That's what I was pointing at. That's so funny. What's his name? He's from Elmo. What's his name? Yeah. Ernie. 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 Yeah. There you go. You look those fuckers up and there you found Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee down there. Yeah. Where'd they go? I actually forgot about Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one too. See, there's I just never I never got to playing those ones. I know. I'm trying to find the, the new legendary they introduced him because he's beautiful logo. Yeah, he's got a sword in his mouth. No, no, not like the ones on the box cover. There's another one. That one looks dumb too. I've seen that. I remember in Gen Five they gave a Pokemon that like had pants. Yeah, like, what is that? I want to find... There's a... Like, he rides on a horse. What is this dude's name? Calyrex. Yeah. That's a weird Pokemon. Yeah, see, he, like, rides on a horse. Wait, it's a Pokemon that rides on a horse? Yeah. What? How does that make any sense? Is the horse a so Pokemon, is, or is it oh, a horse? Oh, I think the horse is a separate Pokemon, too. Glass Yeah, you can separate them. Whoa. See, now we're getting into, like, some straight Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, that's like in the game. Shit. They're a team. It makes them more powerful. I don't know, man. They're running away. Yeah, that's, them. like, endgame shit. Or, no, it was the DLC, because Sword and Shield was the first Pokemon game to have DLCs. And, uh... They, I think it's called like the Crown Tundra, but they added like a thing where it's like a, like a dungeon almost, and like you gotta beat like three Pokemon, and at the end you fight a legendary Pokemon, so you can get every legendary by just doing those. And those were pretty fun, honestly. That was a cool way to like get legendaries, because the only way you could get them, like the ones that aren't like native to the game, was like by trading. And so that was a nice addition. Yeah. That sounds sick. Those are cool. They also added... There was another DLC that was, like, very specifically focused on, like, they added... I can't remember what... They're, like, called Battle Styles. It's, like, 
you can choose like a battle style on like a specific Pokemon at the beginning of the match, and like it will change their stats. Hmm. And that was kind of cool. That's different. Which Pokemon is that? I know his name. He's like a like a variant of like Ursaring. It's like the big bear. Oh, I know. I like that Pokemon. Teddy Ursa or whatever. Oh, yeah, but he's one. like I can't remember his I can't remember what his name is, but he's like some big like black motherfucking bear. I can't remember. No, I know who you're talking about. He's a new one. But they added the battle styles because at that point in time I was also playing like the card game. Like there's Pokemon like the card game online. <clears throat> and you can just, like, fucking battle people. And they added the battle styles, and that was actually kind of fun, because you could, like, fucking switch shit up real quick. Hit some motherfucker with some <laughs> crazy battle style shit. Yeah, that's that. Different. I fuck with it. If you've yeah. never played Pokemon before, you are seriously missing it. Yeah. Highly Go back and play the old one. Buy a fucking, you know, fucking Game Boy and... Well, That's what I'm saying. You, you won't regret it, honestly. That You'll is the best thing. The fact, like, thinking about it now, like, I know we have switches, but we don't have, I mean, we have a phone and we can get emulators, but, like, just, like, a little fucking handheld pocket. Or whatever the noise is. Turn it on. Fucking turn the brightness up a wee bit. Fucking blow on it because it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's been there, man. Good times. I, I don't think we're ever going to get back to that, unfortunately. I know, nope. sadly. <coughs> Screens are too <coughs> too high definition. Dude, I bet you fucking... I think Nintendo would do really well if they had <coughs> a fucking mini-ass Game Boy foldable screen that connects to Wi-Fi. <coughs> Ooh. I'm telling you. That would be badass. People would probably be like, holy shit, it, it's back. I totally get that Dude, shit. Dude, I hope they, because Nintendo, a couple years ago, they <coughs> remade, like, the original Nintendo and one more, I can't remember, maybe, like, the Super Nintendo. I hope they, like, remake the, like, Game Boy and, like, put Game all, like, the games on it like they did with the other ones. Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. sick. And the GameCube. <laughs> Um, I've seen something, like, on, like, on eBay or whatever, like, that says it's, like, a thing that has all the Pokemon games on one, like, little... Yeah, that's some illegal Chinese, um, yeah. box that, uh, the U.S. government does not approve, but you can buy. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it, because I was like, alright, that's pretty cool. Is it legit? Does it, yeah. are they real? Or is it, like, just bootleg? All it is is, like, a fucking... Most likely, it's a Raspberry Pi with a fucking emulator on it that has all the games on there. You can build one pretty easily if you wanted to. It probably cost. It's probably cheaper to buy one fucking pre-built, but maybe not. Raspberry Pis aren't that expensive. What the fuck's Raspberry Pi? It just takes. A, it's like a little fucking computer pretty much it has just like very basic things on it but you can code it to like do specific things Interesting. a lot of people like just play use a lot of people use them to just like fucking as like a just like 
a board to build like some weird thing in their house or something. I know um, my stepdad, he teaches at P-Tech, and they were building, like, a, a full, like, gaming, mobile gaming, like, arcade setup thing there, and they were using Raspberry Pis. It was, like, a, a thing that you could roll around to different classrooms, and they built controllers, and uh, you can pretty much, like, load up any game on it. Is this, is where is this? What is Raspberry Pi? That was a P-Tuck. Oh. That's fucking awesome. One. Yeah. And they built some cool shit there, honestly, because they have a lot of funding. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yo, Brad also asked what a Raspberry Pi is, and I, it, to my understanding of what you said, Dylan, I believe it's just like a burner computer to use to your, like liking to do something or is it a type of computer it's just like a little tiny board that has like fucking some ram on it oh okay i see what you're saying usually they're like you run linux on it which is like an operating system that's like for super nerds that i don't comprehend isn't that coding Um, shit or something i've heard that yeah like you have to like code in order to get linux to work it's all like fucking coding and bullshit you just pretty much power, put power to the Raspberry Pi, and you can like load it up and put Linux on it, and use it as like a little computer. Funny, wow! Raspberry Pi, learn something new every day. Wait, yeah, really? Oh yeah. Raspberries. They've been around for a while. Honestly, I don't think they've upgraded them all. I think they have one. Like that's what you're gonna it's get. It's just for the, the purpose. That's it. Yeah. That's so fun. I mean, I've never heard of that in all my time of dealing with interwebs and fucking technology. I fuck with it. But, yeah, Brad, uh, if you want to play all the Pokemon games, you could just buy one of those little fucking things off of eBay and you're golden. Might have to. You can probably just get, like, any USB controller... Plug it right on. Bro, I might fucking do that shit. <laughs> it sounds like a <laughs> it's hot than deal. fucking doing it on your computer, honestly. 100% takes up all that space and shit. So much easier. Just well, yeah, you also have to get, like, all the fucking ROMs and everything on the, those that are preloaded. Exactly, yeah. Easy. As long as you get a good one, because, like, some of them are shitty and, like, fucking, they're not. Like, the emulator they're running on it is a piece of shit and the games run like ass. So. Yeah, you gotta read the reviews, find a good one. Yeah. Go on to a Twitch Go chat. Go on wish.com. <laughs> Go to a Twitch chat and ask. Wish.com is where you get all your goods and products in the age of the pandemic. Not do, a sponsor. Do you fuck with Wish? Or do you actually get good shit from there? No, you do not get good shit. Do not buy anything from Wish.com. I knew you were being sarcastic, but, like, I was trying to, like, make sure, because you're fooling me. Bro, like, I didn't we talk about the whole story with the cabinet, and it was, like, $50,000, and it's, like... Oh, that's, uh, that's not Wish, that's, uh... Oh, fuck it. It's some... What, those Wayfair. Shit, Wayfair, either way. Wish.com. All bullshit. Wish is, like, fucking... 
Alibaba, if Alibaba only sold fucking the worst of the worst rip-off products. <laughs> Alibaba. Don't buy stuff off Wish, but, you know, if you do. Just, or if, if you Wish buy is things wholesale in general, you're probably going to get something not great. You could go on fucking Alibaba and buy a thousand fucking... Weed pipes, aka crack pipes, for like two sets of crack pipe. Bruh, Wish wants to sponsor. Flip every the SDP. Pipe. We'll give them a shout out every week. But as of right now, Wish and Alibaba or whatever Dylan's talking about, not sponsors. Not, not sponsors. Not endorsed. Alibaba is like the Amazon of China. I don't think they will be sponsoring us anytime soon. Yeah, I don't and think And also Amazon. He has the money to, but not a sponsor. Dude, I think Jeff Bezos should sponsor every little podcast. Just give us a little bit of money. Dude, <laughs> I'm down. People would fucking, everyone would be like, bro, Jeff Bezos is the greatest. And then he's still just... Oh, speaking of Jeffy boy, I saw that um, uh, fucking Amazon came out in support of legalization of marijuana, and they have ended drug testing. In an effort to, um, what was their wording? Something about getting my, more minorities to work at Amazon. Why? Their 150% turnover rate is running its course, and they need more employees. So you can smoke weed to work at Amazon now if you're black. Is there actually what they wanted to say? Dude, that's so fucked up. I mean, well, the thing is that the bill that they're supporting is a Republican marijuana legalization bill. There's I can't remember what state she's from, but she there's some Republican like pushing a legalization bill. And in an effort to like get the Republican Party like on her side because it's a Republican bill, it's pretty much identical to any fucking Democrat bill. But, yeah, fucking good old Jeffy boy loves marijuana as long as he gets up employees because he's running low. God damn. Wow. That's pretty, uh... <laughs> Jeffy boy. Well, all I'm going to say, that lady running that Republican weed shit, she ain't no Gary Chambers. And that's all I want to say. I want to announce my fucking support. For Gary Chambers in the Louisiana Senate. And I can't vote for it, but anybody, if you're listening and you're in Louisiana, fucking vote Gary Chambers for you're a piece of shit. I rest my case. Vote Gary Chambers to the U.S. If you don't know what I'm saying, Dylan's going to link the motherfucking link to the shit. I'll send it to him. Gary Chambers. Gary Chambers, best fucking senator video gang out there. Smoking blunts. Shit was funny. (laughs) Gary Chambers for president. Remember Gary Johnson? (laughs) Gary Johnson also smokes a ton of weed. He looks like it. I remember seeing a clip about Gary Johnson. He's like having a debate. He's on the stage like talking with like one other lady. She's on the other side and she starts talking about weed and he like pretends to like have like a heart attack or something like right there. He's like, oh, weed, no, God. And he like falls out of his chair. Yeah, I've seen that as well. (laughs) Yeah. 
Good times. He's funny. I mean, he's real. <sighs> yeah, but at the end of the day, hashtag legalize crack. Hard charles feel on hard drugs <laughs> with the final message of legalized crack. No, no, that's we need a better final message. That's not the final message. <laughs> final message! Legalized crack. We we'll watched them again. All right, all right. Uh, F- final message. All right, all right. Come back to the reality. All right. Do not leave last crack. But you could. It'd probably be good. I don't think we will. <laughs> crack is bad, okay? All your kids don't do crack. But <laughs> no. Don't do it. Crack 2023. <laughs> crack. Oh, crack. There will come a day where you go into your local your local supermarket behind the counter. It's a big old black crack. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. We just lost. We've officially lost as a society. Oh yeah, we definitely have. We had, probably have. We have hey, already. But. Hey, would you be okay with legalizing crack <laughs> if it helped pay for very good things like health care <laughs> and other <laughs> necessary things? <laughs> what if crack <laughs> was fully associated with like gyms and? It, every every pe- people who did crack, like, There's got fun. No way it would. Nah, but all the tax money is building more gyms, yeah. funding trainers, more fucking more people doing crack, working out. <laughs> <laughs> crack gyms, dude. That's like. It's I, a I business mean, model. It's a business model. Doing work. crack and then going to work out, like, you would just, I mean, yeah, I, realistically, you fucking having the time of your life you'd be like yeah let's go hurt <laughs> you'd probably hurt yourself because you'd right. think you're superman you wouldn't feel yeah, it you probably can't feel the pain when you fucking tear your muscle don't even feel it just a scratch <laughs> your arm is just like hanging and you're fucking cracked out <laughs> you've like ripped your body your your bicep is completely torn it's like a lump up in your armpit and you're like i'm fine don't feel it <laughs> I kind of wanted to get your opinion on this. PewDiePie made a video recently talking about, like, like fitness influencers. And just, like, I don't know who he was really, like, I think just, like, I don't know, like, big, like, celebrities and everything that, like, are pushing, like, fitness when in reality behind the scenes they're, like, doing, like, like, steroids and other, like, things to make their, like... Chris Hemsworth and, like, other, like, big Marvel stars and everything, like, they're not naturally, that's, like, naturally that big at all. There's no way you can go from, like, being, like, nothing in, to being, like, Thor in, like, a year. Yeah. Like, your body physically can't do that unless it's helped by something on the outside. And, like, they're not actively talking about that. Like, do you think that's, like, harmful to, like, health in general, like, I feel like it's almost, like, equivalent to, like, Kylie Jenner, like, 
creating like these body standards that aren't attainable without doing something else. Oh, with 100%. It's just just like false, it's just false perception, false information. Yeah. I just never really even thought about it. Like I, I think about when, like in the example of Kylie Jenner and stuff, but I never really thought about like, like Marvel, like super, like stars and everything, like how, what they have to do to their bodies to get to that point. And I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. In reality, they're really just fucking doing like steroids and everything. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I mean, it's probably like a little bit of it. Not all of it, because like a lot of them are actually like in that really good shape. Um, yeah, they're in good shape, but there's no way you can get to that shape. Like, I don't know. Henry, like putting, people like Henry Cavill and stuff like that. Not The Rock. If you look at The Rock and you think that guy's natural, you're on. Yeah, you're on some drugs. But guys like Henry Cavill and that. even like Chris Evans to a degree, like I would, I would say it's possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Yeah, Just because no, like they look. They looked great, but they didn't look, like, insane to where... It's just, like, um... I mean, you could probably... You guys could probably do the same. It's just easier for, like, people like myself, Fotini, and then, like, people who, like, work out on, like, a consistent basis and go to the gym, and you just see more of that stuff, whether it's in real life or on social media. And it's just so easy to tell nowadays when you just look at somebody, you can be like, okay, like, he's taking something that's not... Um, you know, he's, he's obviously taking something not natural. Like he's not natural anymore because he's taking something to aid it. Like you can just tell because genetics is one thing, like years and years of work is another, but it's just so easy to tell nowadays when somebody is, um, definitely taking advantage of a substance. Brad, is that called, uh, in the fitness world, natty? When you remain, when you remain without substance abuse. Yes, if you do not, if you do not I take steroids or any such sort of enhancements um, for bodybuilding and weightlifting, they refer to you as natty. So then the question is always natty or not. <laughs> and just another compliment, which Fortune and I have talked about a lot before, just because, um, like we just have. Um, that's one of the reasons, like, I go on Instagram, I use Instagram, um, that's just one of the reasons, though, like, it does bother me so much, it just plays a role in that whole miscommunication, misinformation, and, um, just, it gives the whole, I guess, like, fitness industry, it just gives it, like, a bad look and a bad name, because it's become nothing that, nothing more than just, like, I look better than this guy, so listen to what I say. Or, yeah. like, I can do something that this person can't do, so I'm better than them. It's just, it's just honestly, Instagram, and especially, like, the fitness side of it, it's just nothing more than a pissing contest. It's like, who can piss yeah. farther? I can piss I farther like than you. It also you. scares people away from, like, healthier lifestyles. It scares, yes. Mm-hmm. It scares tons of people away. It gives them false perception and false hope. Um and it just, like, it makes them think that, like, if, if they don't look that way, or if they're yeah. not that way, then, like, oh, I'm not, I don't look as good as this guy. Like, I'm never going to yeah. be as good as this guy. Like, Or I'm even, doing... like, I'm never going to look like this guy, so why even try? Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And yeah. in a way, too, like, it's, I guess it's not bad because it's giving people, like, that 
that confidence as well and then like they feel good mm-hmm. like with themselves and about themselves but um a lot of like you have like many you have many sides to like the fitness industry like you have the actual people that like are good like sources to learn from and get information from you have the people that like at the face of it they also seem the same way but they're not and then you, there's the people you can just look at and be like okay like this guy's just a total like a total airhead like don't listen to any of this bullshit he says um yeah but like my point is like a lot of like your classic like gym bros quote unquote uh like it's good that they you know they're doing it like they're doing something they like they have that kind of like confidence they're feeling good about themselves um they're trying to better themselves but it gives a lot of people such false like confidence and it gives them such a false image of themselves um and then obviously like they try to i think i froze I think my Skype froze. Dylan froze. Oh, no, I thought Dylan froze. It just gives you this, like, false image of yourself. And then you kind of fall down, like, a rabbit hole sometimes. Like, you know, if you want to, like, achieve a certain image, you're always going to, like, you're always going to chase more. You know, you could have started from this. You could have started at A. You could have made it all the way to D, but you're going to chase it to Z. Because, like, you never yeah. have. So, mm-hmm. it's just got to be... You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Like I said, I, I still use it, still go on it. I also. No, then Brad is Brad in a different room. No, she's. I'm. Yeah. Why? Can you not hear me? Yeah, you're very. Fit. Oh, that's the mic one. No. Fotini sounds loud and clear, and you're. You're loud and clear. Back. In the bathroom. Progressively <laughs> got further. We're gonna switch. Kitchen. We're gonna switch earbuds. I'm gonna get the talking earbud. Wait, now walk into the kitchen and start talking, and I want to see if I'm the one that stays clear. Wait, that's so funny. That, whole thing. <laughs> that was definitely you. Wait, can you hear me now? Oh, we hear you perfectly. Yeah, we can hear you a lot of clear. All right, yeah, you had the talking one. I had the listening <laughs> it's one. So no, we're better now. She's got the listening earbud. I have the talking earbud. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. Um, it's just like it's what happens. It's good, you know, good and bad. Motivates people, keeps them like somewhat, you know, like on track more than normal. It's always nice to have those people that you look up to and you're like, you know, I want to yeah. look like that guy. So, like, you just keep yeah. going and keep going. But you just have to remember that everybody's different. And especially with the people that do it in unnatural ways, like, you're never going to look like that guy because you aren't that guy. So yeah. you should look and want to be the best version of yourself. And, uh, yeah. So just be happy with yourself and build yourself up the best way you can. And uh, Loki's building himself up the best way he can because he's uh, he's whining. And he's, uh, I think he's got to go poop. <laughs> Loki. Hang on, Loke. Give me five minutes, Loke. Did a house today, and they had a big old poodle. Big old poodle? Yeah. I got in the house, and he was barking at me, and I looked him in the eyes, and I, like, freaking... If you just, like, if you let the dog fucking touch you first, then they're fine. Literally, they didn't bark a single time after with that. You gotta act like very friendly. Like, you gotta be hi. Like, you gotta get down. You gotta put your hands out. Let them know your friend. Mm -hmm. Dylan's a poodle wrangler, bro. He knows all about them poodles. Poodle wrangler? They were very impressed. They were like, usually he like hates people. 
<laughs> Dylan was like, let me tell you something. Regular. Let me tell you something about a, let me tell you something about a royal whisper. a royal poodle named Penelope. Penelope is championship poodle quality. She is. She's a champion. Retired. She is. She's a retired mm-hmm. show dog. That's awesome. She fucking bred some fucking expensive fucking puppies oh, I too. Bet. <laughs> Those babies fucking sold for like fifteen hundred a pop. <laughs> How many she pop out? Yeah, Loki was a little bit like, like Loki. Six, I think. Loki was seventeen. He was an expensive little boy, <laughs> but that's only because he's a black Sheba. Yeah, dogs do be getting expensive with you. I remember buying Daphne. Daphne was six hundred Benjis. Yeah. I can't imagine 17 Benjis. <laughs> yeah, if you want a pure In cash. Dog, that's what you're going to have to spend. True. Although you can get purebred dogs from shelters. I saw a really sad video on TikTok. I'm going to, this is my little freaking little stump I'm going to stand on and make a PSA. If you have a pit bull, please neuter and or spay it. Like... These, there are too many of them, and it's very sad. Like, a lot of them are just yeah, sitting in shelters, literally waiting to die. Mm-hmm. Because if a shelter dog doesn't go to a home after a certain point, they put it down. Because the shelter can't afford to keep a dog that will never find a home. And a lot of the dogs in shelters are pit bulls, because... Make some room on that stump, I'll stand with you. They are being bred too much and nobody wants them because they are a difficult breed and people aren't ready to take care of difficult breeds like if a dog has like a a thing that's built into them like you have to work with them very hard for them to overcome that thing and if you don't do that that thing is going to come out yeah i'm sure with loki like he has shiba inu oh my i've been beating that voice since he was a month old (laughs) no 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 it's 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 funny though because like not that like that's the answer don't beat your dogs but um even from like a puppy like we couldn't do like the classic he does something wrong like slap him on the butt because they like they just have that like they have that aggressive like nature yeah. and just like quality to them that they will take it as like you're trying to challenge them. So they don't take it yeah. as like you're you're mad at them and they're in trouble. They take it as like, Oh, you're gonna hit me, I'm gonna bite you back. Like, let's go. Fight me. Yeah. So you can we can never do it to him. We can't do it to him because he You have to what we had to do with him and just the way she bizarre, like they're very like territorial, like they love their homes, they love their things. We had to like take his toys away from him and like show him we were taking them. Or take me away from him. Or like yeah. take Fotini away from him because like that's his they get attached to like one person and that's like their like soul like yeah. master everything but we had to show him all the time like either grab his bed or grab like a couple of his toys and be like no that's a bad boy and you like shove the freaking toys in his face and then you like put him on the other side of a room and shut the door and then he like stands there and he like looks at the door like wait a minute why'd you just put my toys in there but yeah. you gotta learn yeah, with a lot of dogs, all it really comes down to is, like, you have to find mutual respect, but they also have to realize that you are the one in control. Because I'm the one that puts food That's why a lot of dogs will act up, is because they're, a lot of them will, like, try to, like, out alpha, like, even, like, a human. And that's why you see a lot of dogs, like, humping and stuff like that, is because they're they're showing, like, 
their dominance yeah. over you. Every once in a while, Loki still tries to hump me, but joke's on him. I turn around and hump him. <laughs> I do it, too. I'm not saying that. I literally do. Fotini can confirm that. He pulled I will literally flip around. I will, th- I will push him to the floor, and I will hump him, and he'll know. Oh, and then another thing I've done, too, is I've not, like, hard, but I've bit his ears. That's another, you got to assert the dominance. He's going to bite me in the hand. I grab his head, grab his little head, and I bite him in the ear. I let him know. I'm in charge, you little yeah. bitch. Yeah. I will say my mom has a, a little Pomeranian thing, and she took that thing to, like, obedience class for a long-ass time. And it, I'm very impressed. That dog has shifted incredibly from what it used to be. Yeah. Like, if you put That's the time good. and effort in, like, you can really, like, change, like, how a dog and how they act. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's what a good dog owner will be willing to do. Mm-hmm. It's put in the time to make sure the dog is not being, like, overly aggressive or anything like that. Yeah, cause, no. Oh, no, we've made sure Loki's been... He is, I, and the vets even, like, confirm it, too. He's a, he's a very good Sheba for being a Sheba. He's yeah. very, like, out of the norm. He's much less aggressive and, like, yeah. he's way more friendly than most Shibas are. So that's a good thing. But yeah, he's getting a lot cool. better as he, get older, as he gets older. He's just getting out of those, like, young dog puppy tendencies. Yeah, well, that's like, the other thing is it comes with time. Eventually all dogs will mm-hmm. calm. Like, Penelope is, like, a fucking stoic figure now. Like, she just, like... <laughs> I remember when she used to bark fuck about all anybody the time. or anything. She just, like, sits there and lives life. <laughs> like, she's... I feel like she just actually retired. Like, she just, like... That's what Loki does. You gotta take him out, like, maybe, like, only really twice a day. You gotta play with him for, like, five, ten minutes, and he'll just sleep the rest of the day. Because that's just what yeah. they do. But he, uh... He almost went a full day without going out. We counted. He went like 30 hours without pooping. I was impressed. Jesus. For a dog. That's pretty solid. I feel like there might be something wrong if he was pooping for 30, 30 hours. hours. There was yeah, something wrong. He was, on med- he was on medicine for his liver, oh. but he was, yeah. he, was, he was running it, man. Yeah, he was oh, he ate good. six. That's, what, that's why he was on medicine for his liver. Uh, Fotini's brother, he left his backpack like out in the open in the open reach for loki and he ate six reese's cups out of it jesus yeah <laughs> what so. a demon no bro he's a bad he's a savage he didn't give a fuck Dude, what the fuck the tinfoil like the cup that's wrapped in the cups everything man what the fuck oh nah, he's a savage God. he don't give a fuck Dude, that's funny. such a goon but i gotta rip this meme and take him outside Yes, I have a raging piss to rip as well. So So we are back with our... Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to your favorite segment of the Socially Distant Podcast, the Meme of the Week. I am your host, B-Dill, coming at you with the Meme of the Week, episode 90, brought to you. We're changing it up today. It's brought to you by the Google search, but the, the the post says it's from Reddit, not a sponsor. Um, let me share the screen real quick with the boys. See, this one's a little weird because it doesn't have the caption I remember. Um, but I remember the caption. And then also it's going to be a little, this is going to be a two, it's going to be a meme of the week slash a fact of the week. Funny enough. Um, so let me set the stage for the meme of the week. We have Plankton from SpongeBob. He's sitting at the table and he has his holo, hologram meatloaf, holographic meatloaf. Um, 
I couldn't find like the actual meme, but when I saw this, it was like when somebody said that there's going to be NFT restaurants soon, and then they put this picture of Plankton and this holographic meatloaf, and I was like, that's literally it, because it, it's not real. I it doesn't exist. You, Brad, I'd buy it. I don't know about you, Dylan. I heard him slightly. I think something might have happened with his headphone. He's still like here. Yeah, I see that. I'm still here. Um. Oh. I'm still here. We see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. There we go. So, yeah, the cast can hear me. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we hear you loud. All right, perfect. Theory. Yeah, so I'm going to go back. Um, That was the meme. It was super funny. But, and then also, the meme's coming with a fact this week, if this is actually true. But somebody said, today I realized Plankton eats holographic meatloaf for dinner because holograms are projections of light, and Plankton gain energy through photosynthesis. So, how do you... Maybe that's the... If that's real... Which it is real. I'm getting the thumbs up from Fotini. She's the pre-med over here. She knows her science stuff. So, yeah, it's a little fact of the day for the, for the people to cast. That's great. Hell yeah. So that's it. You know, brought to you. That was the meme of the week, episode 90. Uh, brought Shit. to you by Google and Reddit. Not a sponsor, but we do have some sponsors. Sponsor, 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 sponsors. Fucking, we got Jackson Egan, Dot of Sherwood Williams. He, uh... Go support him. He got pulled over today. He needs some love down there. Sure, Williams. He needs to fix his taillight or whatever the fuck. Um, and then we got our good old boy, Jackson Egan. Wait, I already said Jackson Egan. Fucking Jake Lugan over on, let's see, Cartoon Clothing Co. And we also got him over on YouTube, Interesting Investing. We have Jackson Egan's girlfriend, Hannah Deutsch, over on Instagram. HRD Photography. This has been episode 90 of the Socially Distant Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We only mentioned blue people fucking twice, so that's a good, that's good number. That's three. <laughs> let's, let's see how many times we talk about it next week on episode 91. I bet three dollars on the over. We're not <laughs> the over. <laughs> Bye. Bye, fuckers. Josh Allen's the goat. Eat, eat shit.